What's up, y'all? Welcome to Eddie and Mike to pick them. Sorry for the delayed release this week, but like I said, sometimes it'll be Friday, sometimes it'll be Saturdays. Get over it. Anyway, what's up, Eddie? How you doing, bro? Not a whole lot. Uh, piggybacking on what you said, definite apologies, but at the same time, I would like to believe that you guys would think that both of us were picking Carolina. There's no way. Right. Uh, ice Cube chance in you know where <laughs> that we were picking Houston. So... Having said that, this is the Pick'em Show. We're about to pick them. You listen. Let's get it, dude. Right. And we can definitely start off with that Carolina game. It sucked that McCaffrey was injured, um, not only for the Panthers and fantasy or whatever, but just for him, personally speaking. I'm sure he's just devastated that he's going through yet another injury. And I wasn't watching the game. I didn't see yesterday's game. I heard it was non-contact that he um, pulled a hamstring or something. Yeah, so it was a little swing pass out of the backfield. And at first, it looked like he kind of did that little stutter step, stiff leg kind of move, you know, where, like, Mm -hmm. you're high-stepping and you're going to turn it on kind of thing. And he did that. But in actuality, he was in stride. And that's where he kind of pulled it. And you, there's a slow-mo where you can see the muscle twitch um, from the feed last night, from the broadcast, rather. And he, rather than doing what I had initially said I thought he did, he was actually pulling up kind of lame and then just took a step or two to get out of bounds. But live game, you couldn't really tell. But I did peep this on the sideline. And, I, and I, I'm not saying I called it, but at the same time, I noticed something. So he did that. And then right as he turned around, there was a camera right in his face. And he kind of made a face that was like, eh, you know, like not such a great face, little, a, a semi-grimace. Mm-hmm. And then he did that motion, you know, you always see it in the kung fu movies where they're about to fight. They kind of, you know, you turn your palm upward and like move your fingers in, you know. He did one of those to motion for a sub. I thought it was just for one play. Nah, man. Unfortunately, he hurt himself. And what's crazier for all my listeners – uh, I'm in a fantasy league, and one of my buddies, I know he's listening, uh, or I know he will be re- listening. I swear to God, we've been in this league for about 10 years. At least seven out of the 10 or more, his first-round draft pick always gets hurt. Man. His first-round draft pick was Christian McCaffrey this year, number one overall. So, shout-out to my boy Johnny. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. I Honestly, this particular year, I wasn't rooting for that to happen. <laughs> this <Man>. year <laughs> he has to start picking bums in the first round that's what he pick. said too it's funny you mentioned that he, he said that exact same thing he's like i'm gonna start picking scrubs because like for the sake of everyone <laughs> for the sake of everybody just please pick a bum and if you need like, a name ask me i'll give you some bums name it's to pick. the point where i wonder if if because he picked them they got hurt you know what I mean? Like, at first, it was just like, that's his bad luck because it was, it was Jamal Charles a few years. It's been Christian McCaffrey wow. a few different years. Like he's just had some bad luck, like, for real. My so. goodness. But, yeah, so the Panthers pulled it off. And, yeah, like Eddie said in the beginning, give us that. Like, please give us that. We'll, we're yeah. going to do the honor system here. If the Texans had pulled it off, I definitely nailed that ill. 
I picked Carolina's D in, in two fantasy leagues, the two that I'm in, and they did okay. They didn't do what I expected. But if you actually watch the game, and I, and I watch most of it, Carolina had that game in control. It just, you know, it was a few times where maybe they kind of got a little lackadaisical. But overall, they, they were dominating that game from start to finish. Nine points, that's all you got. You know, fluke touchdown. Missed PAT. So, Coincidentally, on the site that I use for the games, who will not be named, <laughs> um, they have Washington versus Buffalo as the first game on the list. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Last week, we killed it. Eddie killed it a little bit more than I did. <laughs> he had a 13-3 and three week last week, man. Impressive. Strong, strong, strong bounce back. And um, I didn't do too bad myself. I went 11 and 5 for the year. Eddie is 20 and 12, and I think I'm 19 and 13. Yep. So shout out to Eddie for winning last week. That means I'm going first. And I'm going with Buffalo, man. I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that Washington should win this game, but they shouldn't. Even if they were playing well, I just think Buffalo's a better team. Look, we all love wings, but just because there's a city named after it doesn't mean I'm going to root for them. I'm going football team, Mm. and I'm going to tell you why, all right? These jokers are more worried about their fans breaking tables and, you know, (laughs) trying to compete with the, the, the lore of the Patriots, because even though Brady's gone, I feel like you're going to see the Patriots still got their number this year. You, you watch. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go in there, and I think we're going to honestly kind of play up to the competition. You know, Josh Allen, I, I get he's an MVP candidate, but he hasn't been quite as great as expected when you look at that contract and look at the way he played last year. So I feel like we could kind of come in there and kind of catch him slipping, like for real. They – they're good, but I think they might sleep on us a little bit. And it's not like they got a ton of world beaters. They, Diggs is nice, but if we can shut him down, their next guys are Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. So, you know, anything's possible. Their defense is nice, and, and I am worried about what Tredavious White will do uh, in, in terms of guarding Terry, which means we'll depend on Humphreys and Cam Sims. Mm-hmm. But overall, I'm, I'm taking the football team. Okay. I'm, doing I'm doing it, and I did it. There it is. All right, cool. Off the back, we got our first disagreement for um, – yeah, That's right. <laughs> uh, next game on the list, kind of a throwback. The Bears at the Browns. Who you got, my guy? I'm going Cleveland for the simple fact that while Fields is an electric rookie with all kinds of athleticism, he is just that. He's a rookie. <clears throat> Cleveland's defense is kind of tooled up, adding a Jadavian – oh, I can't even say his name. Adding Jadavian Clowney uh, along with Miles Garrett. That makes that pass rush that much more, uh, uh, you know, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sick. You know, so I, I think that's going to play a huge factor. You look at the secondary, Cleveland secondary is not too bad either. Denzel Ward, pretty solid man. I think he'll shut down Allen Robinson, and I think Cleveland's just going to run away with it, like on the ground, run away. Chubb, Hunt. Right. 
No need to elaborate on that. And I feel like no need to elaborate on the next game either. We have the Ravens heading to Detroit to face the Lions. I'm going with Baltimore. Yeah, even if – and I don't think this is as big a deal, but I believe Lamar Jackson has been sitting out practice Mm -hmm. this week. I don't know specifically what the injury is, but I know that he's – illness is what it looks like. So, let me see. Questionable for week three. Was a full participant in Friday's practice. Okay, so he's expected to play. Never mind. I just saw that he wasn't practicing. So, excuse me, Baltimore. Bad. Um, AFC, I'm sorry. And, you know, I was right. AFC South matchup. The Tennessee Titans and King Henry hosting the Indianapolis Colts, who will not have Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm I'm going Colts because of that fact. Same thing I was saying where Cleveland gets to play against Fields. You're going with the Colts? No, I know. I know. I'm saying it's the same thing. So the Colts don't have wins. So who's their starter? It's like some rookie. Uh Matter of fact, I think they're going with two of them. So it's the same mentality as the Browns versus Bears is what I was saying. So, yeah, I'm going Titans because their defense is actually kind of underrated. They're not playing great so far, but they got a solid defense. So I think they're going to – they're going to tighten up on D. Uh, I think you'll see Julio continue to uh, pick up where he left off, rather, and I think Derrick Henry's just going to run all over him. Titans. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Titans myself. Next game should be interesting. AFC West matchup. The 0-2 Chargers going against the 1-1 Chiefs. I am going with the Chiefs on this, man. Um I know I've been talking up the Chargers this season, but until they win a game, I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> um, the Chargers, I just don't think they have enough firepower to take out the Chiefs. They struggled against Washington. I mean, not struggle, but they didn't do as well against Washington as you would expect. They only scored 20 points. Um, they only scored 17 um, against the Cowboys. So, 20 and 17 is not going to get it done versus the Chiefs at all. Yeah, you, you figure for the Chargers to win, their defense would have to play out of their minds. They'd need to really open up right away on the ground with a few big plays by Eckler and maybe even Justin Jackson. And that's kind of asking a lot, you know, especially for that sort of situation to unfold too, because you know you kind of need some luck. Maybe you win the coin toss. You start off with the ball, start off hot, right? That's a lot to ask for. And factoring in, like you said, Chiefs too much firepower, Chiefs. I mean, it, I, I think even Stevie Wonder could see that. Go ahead, man. Um, next on the list, the battle of the news. <laughs> New Orleans at New England. You want to pick first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I think if it was in New Orleans, I would probably go with the Saints. I think it'll be that type of close matchup. Yeah, got to go, Pats. Uh, you know, the Saints kind of came falling back to earth in Week Two. It didn't look good. Didn't really put up a lot of points at all. Winston threw at least two picks. I don't know if he fumbled, had any other turnovers. Mm -hmm. But you know Belichick is watching all those things, all those little tendencies. 
all those different looks that maybe, you know, confused and frustrated him. And he's going to put some of that same stuff out there. So got to go Patriots, especially there at home in Gillette stadium. Yeah. Patriots. All right. Your pick. Um, Washington's last week opponent, the Giants hosting Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Dirty Birds. Well, somebody's going to get their first win, aren't they? I'm, I'm going to go Falcons. I'm going to go wild card on this one. Kyle Pitts is starting to come around. I kind of like what they're doing with Cordero Patterson. I always was intrigued by him coming out of college and then the way Minnesota kind of used him. But then Minnesota kind of just like – they just kind of dismissed him, and then he, you know, he went to Chicago, and then I believe from Chicago to Atlanta, I don't think he had any other stops. And what I saw out of him last week versus the Bucks in a losing effort, mind you, I liked it. I thought he really played his role well. I thought Atlanta used him well. And it's not just that, you know. They still got uh, – what's my man's name? I, why am I drawing a blank right now? Their wide receiver. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. I knew it was with a C. I just couldn't think of it. Calvin Ridley, he's nice. I think Mike, Mike Davis is underrated. Like I said, Pitts is coming around. And I think Matt Ryan, is, I'm not saying he's great, but I think he kind of gets bad mouth maybe a little bit more than he should. I think he's a pretty damn good quarterback. So I'm going Falcons. My bad. Took a minute there. Nah, you good. I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they're going to beat the brakes out of the Falcons, man. <laughs> like, straight beat up. The brakes off them. All right. Yeah. Um, their defense is definitely not as good as – I wouldn't say their defense is elite. I would say it's somewhere around maybe the level of the Titans' defense, maybe. Okay. Like a strong, solid defense. Oh, no, I I, I, just, I thought their defense was going to be good this year. And I'm not right. saying it's bad, but it just isn't what I thought it would be. And I think that um, Atlanta's defense won't be able to do much to contain Daniel Jones, who um, he's good, man. Like, he just has when – when he doesn't turn the ball over, the man is, has been phenomenal. It's just that turnover. He, he cooked Washington last week. So yeah. I think he'll do it again to the Dirty Bears and they'll pull it off. Um, speaking of pulling stuff off, I do not think that the Bengals will pull off an upset at the Steelers. Yeah, definitely going to be tough to do that without T. Higgins. I know Jamar Chase is looking nice coming out. Uh, Burrow is looking healthy again now that he's recovered from injury and everything. But the Bengals are still a work in progress. And as much as the Steelers are kind of starting to really – I mean, it's mostly Roethlisberger. But they're really starting to kind of, like, show that, like, it's it's win now or nothing with the way that team is built. And, you know, Watt being hurt. I think uh, one of their wide receivers had a what they thought was a major injury, but they dodged a bullet. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think. So the Steelers are still – all that said, still better – position than the Bengals but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a close one to be honest I, I think Bengals are up and coming they're just not there yet okay next game the Jaguars hosting the Cardinals who are you feeling on that one you know I heard somewhere where Urban Meyer allegedly was like oh my god you know every week in the NFL is like playing Alabama and it's like well yeah you know, no duh. <laughs> those, those homecoming cakewalks. Did he say that for real, bro? 
I'm I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere on the radio or something. Because, you know, whether he was at Florida or was at Ohio State or even when he was at Utah State, you know, you get these maybe two or three matchups, you know, once for homecoming, one to start the season off where you're playing a cupcake and, you know, you just – it's you don't have to plan that much. You run up the score. You get the second and third stringers in there. Everybody's happy. Have a beer or two. Yay. Go team. Well, welcome to the NFL where everybody's pretty damn good and you're in a rebuilding team with a lot of rookies and a lot of draft picks. Yeah, Cardinals. I mean, that, look, I, I don't know if there's a matchup this week. Maybe the Lions-Ravens. I don't know if we got some more to go over. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. No, the Jags beating the Cardinals would be the biggest upset this week by far. And it's not going to happen. You but know, I was actually thinking about picking the Jaguars, too, as the upset of the week or whatever. But after you told me this man, <laughs> this man said this, like, man, <laughs> every week. Playing Alabama every week. No bull. Alabama's not in the NFL. No bull. Like, what, what do you expect? Like. Oh, I can't believe I, What's uh, that USC job real bad? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whew. All right, let me recover. Um, Las Vegas at – I'm sorry, Las Vegas hosting Miami. Who you got, man? So, I'm assuming no Tua for Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rib injury. They're going Brissett, I think. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, give me the Raiders at home in the uh, the Darth Vader Death Star Stadium that they have. Yeah, it looks so give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. They they've already surprised us with two wins, mm-hmm. and they're playing at home. They're going to ride that momentum. And the way Buffalo ran all over Miami, John Gruden loves to run the ball. You're going to see Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Peyton Barber, three headed monster running the ball. They might throw to Darren Waller. But, yeah, give me the Raiders. They're going to raid gonna, Pillage. I'm going to skip this game. I'm going to actually save it for the last pick, um, okay. even after the Monday night game. Okay. Seattle um, oh. at Minnesota. Soda, 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 soda. So, here's what I'm going to say. Despite the 0-2 record, I think Minnesota – is actually a pretty damn good team. And you know what? I'm going Minnesota this week because I think even though Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett are just on a different wavelength right now, I I think what Tennessee showed us with the way they came back so easily, especially the way Henry turned it on, Mm -hmm. that defense is still, you know, living in the Legion of Boom shadow. They, they have not been right. They let go of Frank Clark, or, well, they didn't let go. They traded him, but there's just there, – there's nothing that, you know, anybody should fear on that defense. Bobby Wagner is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, but he's a linebacker, and, you know, I'm not saying he's not tough, but I, I more know him for being consistent, being where he's supposed to be, playing good coverage, things like that, mm-hmm. or laying big hits and putting the fear in – you know, quarterback size. So I'm, I'm going Minnesota because I just feel like Russ is due for a bad game. Like I said, mm. that defense isn't that great. So 
I think Dalvin Cook might have some similar success to what Derrick Henry had because Minnesota mm-hmm. likes to run him. So as long as he's healthy, because he was, he was a little dinged up last week. He had to come out at least once or twice in that game. So watch out for that. If he's hurt, no, Seattle. But if Dalvin Cook is, is healthy and playing, they're going to run all over Seattle. <laughs> I'm feeling you on that one, too. So I'm going to roll with Minnesota. Um, Sunday night football, my man, the man, Aaron Rodgers, going to home to face his hometown team, San France. My man, Kyle, Jimmy and them. Um, Elijah Mitchell is doubtful for the game on Sunday. And um, I think this might be Trey Sermon's breakout um, game, bruh. I think I'm going to roll with San Fran's on this one. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll up the ante on the Trey, and I'll go Trey Lance. Mm. Because another little, little Nagito, shout out to my brother Nick Pick, another little Nagito, as he likes to say, nugget in Spanish. Kyle Shanahan actually has a separate set of plays for prime time. Plays that he will not – they're not for a division game. They're not for a championship game for prime time, which is kind of fun if you think about it. Don't be wrong. That sounds like been, something he'll do, man. Yeah. And the Packers got that defense that, like, I know their defense is kind of nice. I don't know if it's as good as San Fran's. I realize San Fran is playing Aaron Rodgers, but they're playing 2021 Aaron Rodgers, not 2020 Aaron Rodgers. That makes any sense. So I'm going to say that the Niners are going to bust a few few big plays out with Trey Lance. Defense is going to come to play. They're at home. I think they're going to get the dub. I'm going Niners. They're going to find gold. Okay. Monday night football, NFC East matchup. Philly and Dallas at Jerry World. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about this for a minute. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but I don't say it confidently. I really do think the Eagles are playing better than we expected them to. They gave the Niners some go last week. Um, but I really think the game there at Dallas, Dallas having clearly the better offense, their defense isn't as bad as we expected them to be. They're still ranked low, actually lower than Washington. But, um, hey, they face two high-powered offenses, basically. When you talk about Tampa and um, the Chargers, so they're battle-tested, and I think they can take out Philly. So, I feel like for everything you just said is the exact reason I'm going to take Philly. And here's why. I know Dallas is at home. And I know they do have an explosive offense. But Amari Cooper's dinged up. Michael Gallup's out. That O-line is nothing close to what it used to be. Some of those guys just to play for a quarter or two is a big deal because they're so hurt and patched up. The defense is already starting to fall apart. Lawrence being out. 
guys like Keanu Neal being out. I realize some of those guys, like Neal, I think, was out from week one or maybe even before the season started. It's not just him. That injury report is actually piling up. I'm going Philly, man, because they got to be able to stop Philly, too, and Philly's putting up points. Hurts looks nice. It could be a shootout, and maybe Dallas does win because they're at home. But, you know, on top of what I was just saying about the defense, you know something else that just gets me? I was talking to a Cowboys fan at work today, and his thought was like, yeah, they paid him, so he's not playing anymore, and that's Zeke. Mm. He looks like he's in better shape than last year, but last year he also didn't look like he was in that great a shape at all. So I don't know if that's saying a lot. It's an improvement, and that's always good. But you factor in at least what I've seen so far in the little bit. Doesn't seem like he's doing a lot. Seems like um, Tony Pollard seems like he's, you know, a lot, a lot hungrier, a lot more aggressive, willing to get after it. And then the fact that that defense is falling apart, they're going to be getting points scored on them. So the game script might go away from Zeke's strengths. I realize he can catch, but they're trying to go downfield, not out of the backfield. Going to Eagles, man. It's not easy picking between these two, to be honest. You know, like if, if could we get a tie or, you know, again, not wishing injury on anybody, but just could both teams just not play well, you know, drop passes, penalties, that kind of stuff, turnovers. Um, before we get to the last game, this quick thing about Hurts. That's the reason why I'm not as confident picking the Cowboys, simply because I do think that he's – he's I wouldn't say special, efficient. And the more he plays, the more he'll learn. And, yeah, I like him for Philly. Um, and he's got he, a chip on his shoulder, too. Yeah. Remember, he, he kind of got run out of Alabama a little bit. I mean, he didn't right. get run out, but, you know, they were like, hey, two is going to play, and you can sprinkle in. So he went to Oklahoma, and he definitely made some improvements. That helped him get it. I think that helped elevate his draft stock the way he played that year. So, But he's still got a chip on his shoulder. But my bad. Go ahead. No, nah, you're good. And, yeah, it's – yeah, I don't know if he'll be the franchise quarterback like McNabb was, but um, he'll he'll be okay as long as they surround him with the good pieces and um, build up that defense, keep it strong, get better in the offensive line. I think they'll be all right. I do feel like the NFC East is coming back. Um, and finally, I feel like this is the game of the week. That's why I kind of wanted to save it for last. Oh, I know what you're doing. Um, Tom Brady and his crew going against Sean McVay and his crew. It's the Bucks at Los Angeles Rams. Who are you going with, man? I'm going with the Buccaneers. I, I like I had not decided that until I just said it, <laughs> and I still don't even know. My thing is it's so hard to go against the experience that Brady has and the Rams did just lose Henderson. So I think that's going to have something to do with it. Hmm. And they just have so many weapons. It's going to be really hard for Jalen Ramsey to cover everybody <laughs> with Antonio Brown out because of COVID. Mm -hmm. We got Goodwin Evans and Gronk. That's three people. So I'm not sure, you know, like he's only one dude. I don't know. Multiply Alabama. 
No, you can't. Um, yeah, I'm rolling with Tampa too, man. No pun intended. But I'm rolling with the Bucks because I really think Brady's on a mission. He is. Like, I really think they're going for an undefeated season, and they're going to treat every game like it's the Super Bowl. Like I really think Brady is on that type of stuff where he's going to give his best every single game and try to go out with a perfect record. Do I think it's going to happen? Mm, no. Statistics say that it won't. But until they lose, I'm going a, I'm to a pick them. Yeah, hard hard to go against him. And when you think about it, the, regardless of how the game goes, I mean, I, I just – I cannot see Tampa defensively shutting the Rams down to the point that they're just running the ball the whole game. So even if the Rams get up, you know Brady's going to be throwing and scheming and, and getting his team back in it. They just – they're too efficient, even when they do run the ball. Because we've seen Ronald Jones, you know – show some real sparks, make some big plays. And we know Leonard Fournette has big play capability. And both of those guys are pretty tough, too. They're not just, you know, speed guys that want to get out of bounds. They're not shy from contact. And don't forget about O.J. Howard and Cameron Brate. That, that alone right there, having three solid tight ends, you can run the ball. You've got speed on the outside at the receiver mm -hmm. position the different packages and looks they give the Rams. I, I know Aaron Donald is all universe and Jalen Ramsey's all galaxy. I get it. They are no denying that, but those are two people. It's a team game. Yeah, man. And like I said, until they lose, I'm a roll with them. Yeah. ESPN has the Rams at 55.4% chance to win. So we're Only because they on the they that's because they're at home, but if it yeah, was, but Brady's from Cali. Okay. So, I don't know. I feel you, his family's gonna be there, he's gonna want to show out. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. You know, I, I get the home field advantage, but then like for some people, you know, you guys don't know this, but not everybody that plays on that team is from where that team is from. So there might be <laughs> other guys who are also from California that are like, yeah homecoming and it's a primetime game or no it's not sorry that's nah, four yeah well but it's it'll it'll definitely be the only 425 game that's been showed like nationwide yeah, sure there's no way that won't be on every network so at least available in every you know what i mean but yeah it's gonna be a big time game yeah Bucks yeah. are gonna be firing on all cylinders and, um, yeah, that's it for this week's episode, y'all. Thanks for hanging with us. Um, I'm going to start throwing this up on the podcast, too. So if you can't check it out on YouTube, I'll definitely have it on podcast. Um, the same podcast where you watch and listen to Eddie and Mike, you'll have to pick them, too. And it'll be on the same show, just titled differently, maybe. So I'll probably upload the previous two episodes as well if y'all want to go back and listen to those. I don't know why, but, I mean, hey, I'd appreciate it if you do. And, uh, yeah, any last words, my guy? No, I hope everybody enjoys this great weather. It's a beautiful day. Get outside, enjoy time with your family, and let's get ready for some football. It's going to be a good week. We love you guys. Be sure and check us out. Eddie and Mike, Eddie and Mike Pick'em, Eddie and Mike to Recap. 
You can check us on all platforms. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Cheers.